Is this the basement? It's the lower level. Okay. Salutations, everybody. It's time for another episode of Bald and Bingeable, and we are here today with the part two of my conversation with Joelle Reeder from Chabet Bakery. We got into, and just like that, episodes one and two. You guys got to listen to part one, and this is part two starting now. So this one's called The Real Deal. Um, The thing about this show is that we always get a cold open. Like it always just like we're Mm -hmm. straight into the action. It feels like a movie. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which I kind of love. And I do kind of love that. And just like that is giving me those old vibes. And I don't say old vibes, but like the vibes of like when I watch Succession or White Lotus, where I feel like I'm more upscale because I'm watching something that feels upscale. (laughs) (laughs) I I get it. I see what you're saying. Like, I feel fancier just because I'm watching just like fancy like five times in that episode. I see you're fancy now, Miranda. You're fancy. She calls her fancy like three times in this episode. So I'm like, it's one, it's it's the world of threes because they love they love writing that way. Michael Patrick King and these people. Um, Carrie reading the podcast ads, and then she has an ad about vagina. Which I think she was a little up to. I mean, I get the premise, but I was like, girl, just read the ad. Like, just read the ad. It's, Rewrite it and read it. Vaginal odor suppositories. And <laughs> she calls it vag in the city. Um, and this is kind of when we're starting to realize too, is that this podcast isn't going to work is that we yeah. know that this, this is all it's, it's all dissolving and everything. Um, then we have Seema. She goes to the hairstylist Juan Jose. And Juan so, Jose. I kind of love this man. I know this man, you know what I mean? Like we all oh, know yeah. Juan Jose. We all know this man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen Definitely. to you with your red flags and standards. No wonder you still alone. <laughs> like then they have the record he is definitely scratch a moment. Bit. Like that is his his job. The yeah, bitch hairdresser character. It's that. It's like um this woman I used to work with. Her name is Anya, and she like it was a big um uh what do you call it a language barrier. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because she spoke basically mostly Russian and Ukrainian, and then we live here in the United States where everyone's speaking English. But she was she's fabulous at her job, one of the best manicurists I've ever had, you know, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. But she's that kind of pushy that one that one Jose is, is that, you know, no, you don't need this. Do this. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> it's very, very much like, the, you know, it's it's like uh-huh. that kind of a vibe. And that's what I get from Juan Jose. Um, and then I'm is he done. just blowing her out. Is that all? Yeah. He's doing? It, OK, just he, he was just doing a blowout. Yeah, he's doing a blowout. But yeah, I'm done forever. I pay you to blow me, not to shrink me. <laughs> she tells him that. Um, we flip back over to LA. We have Che and Miranda um, in bed. They're practicing giving head. <laughs> so Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm doing some of my best scene. work here. <laughs> I should find someone else to practice giving head to, I believe is what she said. And that was yeah. awkward. <laughs> It's just everything about it. And then um, there's issues with the writing. So the the showrunner is calling and blah, blah, blah. And, and their name is Abby McEnany. McEnany. Okay. And they had a show 
called Work in Progress that was on, I think it was Showtime or Star. So that's BD, you guys. So all of you people who were yelling at us 30 minutes ago on your drive yes. home, <laughs> we just said it. it's Abby McEnany. Yes. Correct? Abby, Abby McEnany. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have to look her up. Um, or are they are they? I believe they are they. They are they. They look so. kind of like if if um Harry Goldenblatt and Ellen DeGeneres had a baby, it would be Abby <laughs> McEnany. Like I'm looking it's at accurate, pictures. Of right yeah. Now. I'm looking I see that. Yeah, it's very much that thing. Work in progress is their mm-hmm. show. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that and they were on something else too recently that I want to say that I've seen. Okay. Anyways. Um, so we have that we have um, Chloe, which is the podcast executive who is oh, giving her. Carrie the issues. I call her anger on wheels. Like she really is like that vibe where she's, she's cranky. Just, she's just angry with everything. And so she's pregnant. She's little, she's got to mm-hmm. pee. She's on her wheels. Um, she tells Carrie to suck it up. Uh, we have LTW and Herbert, and there's like this whole theme that we get now about appearances. And so we have the mom, his mom mm-hmm. is visiting, and um, they have this whole thing with the natural hair. You know, you know, your hair is natural and it's beautiful, but mom yeah. likes you to be a certain way because this is how she grew up, and this is you know the mm-hmm. way that the way that she likes things. What I loved about that scene was when she's like, she's going to be here in 20 minutes, and we have 40 minutes of hair to do. Yeah. And then he was braiding hair with the mom. I yep. love that. I know. I love so how he much. tells her, step it up. She's like, I'm killing it. <laughs> <laughs> you said there was like a race watching them trying to do her hair. Exactly. We're just, everybody's braiding. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's also like, what, what about your hair over there? That's for when you're grown up. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why can't I just wear one of yours? So much of my family I see in that. Okay. Um, then we have Lily coming in. She wants a new keyboard for her music. Oh, gosh, Lily. More Lesser. of rock being annoying, you know, uh, that and rock, so is much like, annoying. Rock, rock is like, you guys should be mean to her. Blah, blah, blah. And then Lily's like, look, I supported you when you were doing all this last year. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you need to stop. And then they and then rock realizes, oh, crap, you know, yeah. she's right. I'm being an asshole. But um, the thing here is that they is that Charlotte and Harry deny Lily of this mm-hmm. keyboard that. I mean, really, you're buying her how many Chanel dresses and everything else? Like, give her the damn keyboard. What is Yeah, this? you could have saved all of this if you just want to even could have gotten her used one. It would have been fine. Like, just, what is the deal? Yeah. But I also thought Charlotte's attachment. I mean, I guess that's what that's about, right? Like Charlotte's mm-hmm. attachment to these clothes. I guess it's all just like a metaphor for them growing up. And it's that. And like, these are also women who look at, I mean, we've, we've known for years, they look at fashion differently. And these are right. archives, these are archives. Like Carrie has an archive, archive in her closet, you know right. what I mean? And so, and I think it's a different relationship that you have with your children's clothes because it's mm-hmm. like, it's emotional, you know, like I have like my old, like my old Lu- Lucy, like her, like little things, like mm-hmm. you know, I still have like a little pajama from her that I, I never put Aww. on the other two dogs. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. just, that was, that was Lucy's little thing. So I get it with the parents and this is like a real, mm-hmm. a real child, not a fur baby, but right. um, it's all that. Then we have uh, Andre Rashad and Dr. Naya back on the phone. And this is where he just doesn't give up on the whole baby thing and says that they no, should he's not listening to her at it. all like she's and, like i'm not into this and that's where she realized it and i think it's great because it gives us 
Carrie needs a single friend. Yes. Everybody's married right now, right? Like there's no mm-hmm. one for, well, no, Seam is not. Seam is not. But so this gives <laughs> this gives them another girl to be like, you know, to, to single it up with her, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Out and about, which I kind of like. And then, you know, and then we also just get another woman out there dating. So we get more sex in the city. Um, we get Miranda and AA, which is, you know, after last season where we were, we weren't sure if like, is she really an alcoholic or she just kind of thing, but she's doing AA thing. So, which means she's taking care of herself. It's great. It's very LA. Um, Shout out to Jim Newman, one of my followers and I follow him as well. He was the cowboy in the village people. Okay. And how he's a beautiful older man now. And he is the AA um, counselor. Oh, <laughs> he plays okay. that character there. And I just realized that when I rewatched the episode earlier today, so I was oh, like, that's nice. it's Jim Newman. And so well, hello, Jim Newman. Yeah. You're good, listening. Very good looking <laughs> gentleman. So um, anyways, uh, we know that Miranda needs to fill her days up with something. And that's when she meets Allie, the activist. Activist, yes, wow. with and her she, her full up sleeves that she has, mm-hmm. and, t- and tells her that um, there's a beach cleanup, you know, and it just always makes mm. me think of Clueless, you know, the Pismo Beach Relief. Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's what it always makes me think of, and that's and I've lived in San Diego for 15 years, but whenever I think of like cleaning up a beach, mm-hmm. I think of Clueless. Of course, um, we have then we flip over to um, Seema and Carrie. We have, uh, they're having their drink and they're talking about her longest relationship with mm-hmm. Juan Jose. And, you know, we, they do the bait and switch because you think that she's talking about Zed and she's actually That's talking right. about Juan. Yeah, she's talking about <laughs> Juan Jose. That's her longest relationship. And then Carrie's like, yeah, I've always thought that, you know, is they're talking about the kind of person they think that they were. Mm-hmm. And Carrie talks about, I, you know, was going to rent a house in like the Hamptons like five or six times. And then she, I love this when you see me. Like, what, what stopped you from renting Bethany Frankel? And it's like, <laughs> I know. I was like, Ooh. Oh, it's, it's so good. <laughs> um, there is. Okay. The view co-hosts. I need to think about their names right now. Um, it changes so often. I can't keep up. Yes, I gotta look real quickly though. Who were the hosts? Who are they right now? Sonny Hostin. Okay, that's oh, what okay, I'm thinking yeah. of. So Sonny Hostin, um, she's got a little bit of piss of vinegar in her, and I love her for it. Okay. Mm. And the thing is, and she's had issues with Bethany Frankel. And so there was a thing on the view like a while ago, and I forget who they were talking to, and the name Bethany Frankel came up, and Sonny just randomly was like, I don't like her very much. Oh my god! And like they were like, "What?" And they and she was like, "Well, she yelled at my kids." And uh-huh. so they were out on the beach, and like her house is next to Bethany Frankel's house, and the kids were outside yelling and doing their whole thing. And Bethany was trying to like sunbathe or whatever, and she yelled at the kids to be quiet. Uh-huh. And so ever since then, Sonny's had this issue with her, and it's not the first person who said that Bethany Frankel is like come at them for something in the Hamptons. And so it's funny that they threw that in here, you know, and I was like, nice. who's, who is over there? <laughs> that was like, <laughs> you know, this Bethany Frank, but then Bethany put it on her Instagram too, that she found it. She, she was a kick. She found it. It was, it was a kick to right. her. You know what I mean? Like, yes, let's all be, let's all be mentioned in just like that. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, then we have Lily. Um, we get back to the house over there. Lily calls the real deal. And that she has this mm-hmm. new, the, the new keyboard, 
which Charlotte is upset about because she used mm-hmm. all of the clothing. So um, I'm trying to think here. She gave, and she's looking for the Chanel dress. That was the big deal. Right. Oh my God. But the way um, they showed the closet was so empty. Like, I know. I was like, okay, how much stuff did they give away? Uh, yeah. Take? But should they be allowed to do that? I mean, that I'm kind of with Charlotte there. Like, should be able to just come into someone's home if a minor's just like, come on in and take my crap. Yeah, exactly. But it's just, you don't know. And that's in, these are also New York kids. New York kids. True. Have, New York kids do a lot. Like I just remember my friends who you mm-hmm. know they, they were drinking in bars and all kinds of other things when we were like 16 years old. Fair enough. It was just they were New York kids. That's how it was. Hello, Gossip Girl. Um, <laughs> we have um, the whole scene where Herbert freaks out at the cab and the mom and the other ladies are yeah, coming down the street. And that so was awkward. I, the mom was. Mom doesn't seem like a very nice woman. She doesn't completely get it, but at the same time, you see where she's coming from. My mom, mm-hmm. my like I know my dad would have a huge issue with us as brown men being crazy and irate like that because you'll be the first one to get locked up. Right, you know right. I mean? And I so I think that that was kind of like the the thing that they were driving at. Um right. They win if you act up, I believe is what mm-hmm. LTW said. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And then, and also, I don't want to deal with your mom. <laughs> she tells him that. And she's yeah. just like, I don't want to talk to him. Hey, y'all. I just wanted to get on here and remind you guys about Super Sucia Sunday. Yes, Sunday, July 16th, 2023, from 3 to 8 p.m. at the Rail San Diego. Nelson Castillo and D'Angelo Gogo present. Super Sucia Sunday, hip hop and Latin tea dance. This isn't just a bear party. This isn't just a queer party. This isn't just a Latin party. It's not just a hip hop party. It's a party, okay? So it's gonna be a fun party with DJ Rick Betta, DJ Ernie B, and we also have the one and only Meatball. Yes, the sloppy seconds. Listen, there are a limited number of $15 pre-sale tickets now available. You guys have to go to www. Super Sucia S D Pride dot R S V P I F Y dot com. Okay, make sure that you guys check out Super Sucia Sunday Hip Hop and Latin Tea Dance at the Rail San Diego, July 16th. We have the pillow talk with Franklin and that they are trying to write this ad. And this is where I think their relationship is no longer sexy and like, yeah, it's work. It it became real and work and it's no longer like, we know it, this is it. We're done. And Mm -hmm. another thing with like Michael Patrick King that he talks about, um, I think I heard this on, and just like Matt, the other podcast that's doing, uh, and just like that recaps and like Matt McConkie is like, he's got, Casey Rose Wilson and June Diane Rayfield, you know, what mm-hmm. I mean? like all these really, really great people on his podcast, but he had Michael Patrick King on one. And when he talks to Michael Patrick King about this is that when it comes to the men on sex in this city that aren't supposed to be with these women for very long mm-hmm. is that they get rid of them one or two episodes before they should just, mm. just, just sweep them out. And so I think that's what they were doing here is that Franklin, we could have kept this going Mm-hmm. But we're showing you this is not going to work, so we're going to get rid of him pretty soon. Right? Don't get attached. So, He's not ex- staying. Exactly, and that's pretty much what they t- what they tell us. We mm-hmm. have that scene where Lily calls everybody, calls uh, Anthony's over for dinner oh, uh, with with the family, 
<laughs> and we I have- remember being that age. Those terrible songs, like bad poetry and Oh, we used to do plays. Like we used to do like How did you express yourself right at that age. We would um during family holidays and things like that when like and I have like a big family. My mom is one of uh, nine kids and adopted 10. My dad is one of 11. And so I have a huge extended family. So but over my grandmother's house on my mom's side when we were kids, we would go over there for like holidays and whatnot. And so I'll, like, I'd always have cousins in the house and always be like six or seven of us at least mm-hmm. um, with nine uncles and aunts. You have a lot of siblings or a lot mm-hmm. of cousins and things like that. And we would often like be like, okay, let's do a performance for the parents and like be downstairs rehearsing new kids on the block. Please don't go girl or something like that. (laughs) And then we would come upstairs and like they, all the adults be like listening to music, smoking cigarettes, drinking, you know what I mean? Like just having like their time, you know, like Mm -hmm. as the adults do. And we'd be like, excuse us and like turn the music off and be like okay so we're gonna present to you <laughs> and it was very much this energy of lily eilish um yeah. like of, of you know like okay lily is ready to play her song for us okay so let's all go you know that mm-hmm. kind of um oh my god the song gilded it's the gilded so cage. bad i'm supposed to be perfect or whatever she says <laughs> the power of privilege girl get off of it you sold your chanel dress for this keyboard i know (laughs) but i felt um, like charlotte was like kind of curing her a little bit though like mm -hmm. it's corny you know how kids that age express themselves right but like i feel like charlotte was starting to kind of get it as she was listening to her that she's not her little girl anymore you know she's becoming a young woman and it's time to give this girl like some agency some some agency because if not she's going to fully like mm-hmm. rebel like now this is this is this is your warning shot mom here's your red yeah. flag here <laughs> here's here is the red flag here's your warning shot exactly um this one is feeling left out because rock got all the attention last year mm-hmm. and all, you know that kind of thing um l2w herbert and mom they have the old acting out situation bringing up real quickly tony danza it made me feel like Sex and the City was like, we're going to throw this at you to make you angry. Like, it was, <laughs> it was really weird. Like, I, I don't know. Like, first of all, what's fancy about Tony Danza? Like, not, I mean, nothing against Tony Danza, but like, it's really, I see your fancy again with the fancy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I felt like his character was weird. I felt like the whole let's be, was that the part where he talks about being Italian? Was that yeah, we, we, we can split around because we're almost at the end here. But like, yeah, yeah he, he is just like the whole thing is he's going to be playing Che's dad. Yeah, he's, but I'm Italian. And then, yeah. And Che's supposed to be Mexican and Irish. And so they need yeah. to refigure this out because they told a big celebrity into the show. Mm-hmm. So now we have to make it work. And I do. I get where he's coming from that. You know, I don't want to cancel in this industry for long enough mm-hmm. that, you know, if you if I if I play Mexican, we're going to we're going to have some issues. Mm-hmm. So make me Italian. This is what it is. So I get it. And at the same time, it's it's um, Che. She sold her life rights. And now she's got to deal with what Hollywood wants to do. So mm-hmm. ca- cash your check. Cash a check um, and be there. I hang up. Tony Dance is coming at me. I get it. You're fancy. I know. Um, you're fancy. We have Seaman Juan Carlos. They make up because she brings some very expensive tequila and like. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. And, and he's he like, just, why are you apologizing? 
he pushes that lady out of his chair that her nothing was like her hair was not even done yet she's still wearing a scrunchie and he's just like like, someone's gonna finish you i was like wow okay what am i paying for here (laughs) you didn't even start her um dr naya de-rashadifying her house that's right Yes. And so after the surrogate suggestion, motel girl plus surrogate equals I'm done. <laughs> Do you know anybody <laughs> who wants six to eight guitars? Um, I'm loving it. We're getting there. Then we have uh, Miranda. She's left by Allie on the beach. Yes. But, and she gets the surfers that help her. Yes. The the whole guy, though, that, that the guy who was like just looking at her the whole time trying to use her phone, like get oh, off yeah. her back. <laughs> like, yeah, the right. Earth, the earth is basically dead. We're just cleaning it's up too the corpse. Late. Why are you here then? <laughs> like, go home then. <laughs> Jeez, I can't with those people. Um, the oh, Carrie and Charlotte, this is one of the scenes that I really loved is that when they go into the real deal and, you know, she's Charlotte's like, well, do you, you know, do you, you don't card these people? Well, we're not a bar. I know. <laughs> like, what do you do you know if you have still this dress? I don't know. How much is I, I don't know, like the whole time. But then we get into the whole thing where Charlotte's like, I don't even know if this dress even fits her anymore. But right there. And then Carrie says something that is so meta when it comes to and just like that flash sex mm. and city universe. And when Carrie tells her, um, we're still trying, uh, I get it. We, we, I'm still trying to fit into sex in the city and it doesn't fit me anymore either. And mm. it's like, oh, we're taking this somewhere completely different. Like Carrie okay. says that in that scene that, you know, like, okay, you're trying to make her fit into this dress and you don't even know if that dress fits her anymore. And then right. she's saying with this whole vagina thing that, you know, I don't even know if this, the sex in the city thing is, I don't think it fits me anymore. Right. And right. so, and it was very meta because it was like Sarah Jessica Parker saying, okay, we're no longer sex in the city. This is, and just like that, you know what I mean? Right. Like it, it is I'm not 35 anymore. You know, like she's, it, this is a different show. 25. Fuck. I'm old. <laughs> Remember that episode when she is the birthday. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, but we have that. And then we have the whole still fighting to save sex in the city when it doesn't fit her anymore. That's what she right. says that she's still fighting to save. And um, then we have Lyle Chase's husband picks up Miranda, and we have oh, that's Miranda. right. She finds yeah. out that Chase still married, which is like and a if, whole like. And Miranda what? gets all she gets all bajiggity again. You know, mm-hmm. she's just all oh, I don't, I don't know your phone number. Like, girl, suck it up. Just like get on with it. You're a grown ass woman. What's yeah, your problem? Like, you, you, you guys <laughs> Miranda are, Hobbs. You're sitting next to her pool in L.A. <laughs> <laughs> like you're there like what do you want you're buying well you're not buying strap-ons with her but you you know yeah tempting to wear them exactly see so and zed have their issues um where She's we don't buy. know does he like does he have enough money and this is like another red flag that he's throwing her mm-hmm. and so she's like okay we're, we're we're kind of done um what else do we have here uh miranda and che have issues and Che's issues are Tony Danza. Um, they the podcast is being canceled. And then we flip over to there. So right. it's like the end of the episode. Everything is like they're taking everything off the walls. Like there was no call to carry, like, hey, we're not recording today. She just shows up. Yeah, I found <laughs> that kind of strange. Like, didn't she finally write the vagina copy that she needed to write? I think so, but they were just everything was being canceled because 
podcast networks, this one was spending way too much money that it probably didn't have. <laughs> yeah, but like Angry Girl was really like put all the blame on Carrie about it. Yeah, like everything crumbled because of you. You. She's like, well, I'll take that to heart. But like. It's, it kind of makes you wonder, was Che the tentpole that was keeping this podcast, like, like podcast brand I alive? Mean, it, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. And then um, Franklin and Carrie, they have their walk and talk to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That they're basically, you know, well, we can try to sell the podcast somewhere else. Well, it was canceled. It wasn't canceled. The podcast network went under. So your right. podcast wasn't canceled. You can, you still own it. She still owns a Sex in the City name that she can take right. it somewhere else. That's the thing is that, um, you know, your best friend is a big mm-hmm. podcaster. You know what I mean? Like Muller, mm-hmm. she wrote and everything else that if Muller, she wrote, if that, if, her network went under she has that proprietary but mm-hmm. she can take it somewhere else mm-hmm. and put it on patreon or wherever else mm-hmm. um so anyways um it was just a little bit meh. and then <laughs> and just yeah. like that um i freed up my week yes <laughs> i was like oh well and i thought to myself that's when i really realized i was like oh yeah she's got all of big's money Cause she was like, Oh, I freed up my week. And I thought, okay, you had one thing to do per week. Like mm-hmm. that was it. And then she just walks off in her little Barry outfit. She's yeah. like, Oh, I, my week is free now. Like if you had so much to do before I was like, Oh yeah, she doesn't have to do anything. And it was you know, also, she was doing Thursdays was recording for an hour and then having sex with her producer. Like it was I know. like, like it's not like it was action packed. Like she had a pretty light week. <laughs> yeah. She had some good times. Okay. But you guys, that was the end of episode two of, and just like that. So this has been a lot of fun. We went way over time. So I'm going to like be cutting <laughs> us, cutting us through here. Uh, this is like an hour and a half episode. So that's not too bad. I've had longer in the past. And so hopefully people listen, maybe I'll split this up with the two. We don't even know. We're chatty. Two, two, two drop days. Yes. We are chatty, but thank you so much, Joelle, for joining today on. Thank you for having me. Yes, this has been, this is so much fun to be able to do these and just like that kind of things and kind of keep myself a little bit, you know, tethered to an idea because I can jump over like we just did with Glamorous. Um, Other than that, uh, before we end ourselves out, is there anything right now that you're currently watching or binging or listening to that you would encourage other people to also jump on the bandwagon for? Well, other than Glamorous, which I think everybody's kind of hot on that, at least a lot of folks in our community, I'm, I loved it. I thought it was great, except as we discussed the last 10 minutes, you were not mm-hmm. super hot on, but I loved that. I thought Kim Cattrall was just like the crush of the week, if you will. Like, I just thought she was great. She looked so fabulous in that show. And I thought mm-hmm. it was a really fun, light show. It gave me like Emily in Paris vibes, you know, kind of had that sort of light watchability that was fun and interesting to it was nice and fluffy. You know what I mean? It was, yeah. it was it was an easy watch. So yeah, I will second that. Glamorous on Netflix is totally like one of their shows to be watching right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I did talk a little bit last week about the first episode of Black Mirror from this new season. Mm-hmm. Um, the new season of Black Mirror is pretty stellar. And so yeah. and it's very varied. The second episode, full on horror. You know what oh. I mean? Like, yeah, like it just, it, it, but like... Uh, in a psychological way as well and then there's even an episode about like werewolves so it's a completely different kind of a vibe for the season of black mirror so i would say that's one to like make sure that you guys are watching and then i did finish up the first season of based on a true story oh i don't think i've seen that yet 
Um, that one is the one with Kaylee Cuoco and Christina. And so it's on Peacock and okay. it is called based on a true story. And it's a show about murder podcasts. Okay. And so it's a husband and wife who are, um, she's pregnant. He's dealing with a job that he doesn't necessarily love because he was a professional tennis player in the past. He, he, and he got injured. And so now he's a coach and there's changes happening at his job and he feels powerless. And she also is a realtor who is only like a, like an apartment realtor. And she's never really done big homes and things like that. And she's trying to break into that. So they're both kind of like feeling stuck in their spot and mm-hmm. she loves murder podcast. She loves listening to all these different things. And then they find out that there is a murderer in their city, you know, oh, okay. they're, they're, they're there. Like, I think they're in LA. And, um, and the murderer has like moved into like their town and somebody gets killed. And so what ends up happening is they are now in contact with the actual murderer and it leads them to like, we should do a podcast about this. Like we're on the inside and okay. then, then it where it devolves from there. It's comedy. It's, um, it has a little bit of slasher to it. There is some blood because it's about a killer and that kind of a thing. The very first scene is like, like is like one of the first deaths um and then it just breaks off it's like eight episodes it's quick and the last episode is a cliffhanger and you know there's another season coming around the corner so i'll check it out i need something else now so based on a true story over on peacock okay your crushes for the week your person place and thing who are you crushing on your person well my person is gonna be is gonna have to be kim cattrall as i mentioned earlier i was it was so nice to see her she's in my personal opinion kind of like a bit of a, a loon, bit of a nut. Um, You've seen the yeah, 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 Oh yeah, Dabadu Ray or whatever. <laughs> it's so good when she's like scatting she's with, with her I husband. Love it so much, she's just so weird. And but it was great to see her, especially kind of in tandem with just like that. Like it gives us a balance, kind of to have, also see her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's just me. But yeah, that was my that was my person for the week. My person this week is going to be Boy Radio. You guys, um, he is fabulous. I actually got to meet him um, last summer at this around this time. He was an actor for one of my parties that we did, hmm. and um, and I then I found out that he it recorded a bunch of like the he's one of the um, I don't know what they call them, but over on Drag Me to Dinner on Hulu's Drag Me to Dinner mm-hmm. uh, with Neil Patrick Harris and Beyond mm-hmm. Del Rio and everybody. He's one of like the pit crew, like what their equivalent is to a pit crew, like the guys who help the girls decorate the rooms and things like that. He's mm-hmm. on there. He's a new musical artist. He's doing things like Jersey Pride and all that. But like Boy Radio is like one to watch. And plus, he's like six foot seven. Like it's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Humongous black man. That's just like gorgeous. The so that's my boy. person. Yes. Is boy radio this week. Your place that you're crushing on. Well, right now I'm kind of obsessed with um, going to Mexico for my birthday. It's coming yes. up later early in the next year. So I've been just completely obsessing over the secrets Akumal Instagram account, watching any Mexican Riviera um, kind of resort website i'm just i can't stop thinking about it i'm gonna go lay in a hammock i want endless margaritas bring that on crystal blue waters Mm, i gotta go through the i gotta go through the whatsapp that you sent out (laughs) like yes um my place this week is going to be new york city because i'm thinking about it a lot lately um i know i like randomly bought a ticket for michelle collins her um live her 
live stand-up show kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, she was only doing like three dates. She lives in Amsterdam now. And I was like, I'm just going to buy one because it was like 40 bucks just because that Joe's pub. And I was like, mm-hmm. just on the fluke that, you know, that I can get myself out there. And then things just worked out that like this next month, Anthony has to be in New York for something. So he's going to mm-hmm. go do like his like little break. And I can't be there because it's like production week for uh, pride and everything. But um, it's nice because I can just go out the next month. So yep. I'm going to be going out in August and I'm going to go and like live my little New York fantasy dream and be very just like that. So that's my place this week. <laughs> and do you have a thing that you're crushing on your person place in your thing? My thing. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm going to say Chubbett cookies. Chub- my own that. cookies are my thing. I'm loving them right now. I'm having so much fun creating new recipes. I think that's my favorite part of it and creating recipes inspired by different people. And um, in fact, the the one I mentioned earlier, the mango chile with uh, the dulce de leche with white chocolate, mm-hmm. we named that Marisol after Marisol from from uh, Urban Mose because we wanted to honor her. We love we Marisol. Love. love Marisol. And at uh, Sufia Sunday, we're going to have um, all kinds of great flavors. And I'm very excited. Very excited to be there. Thanks for having it. us. Absolutely. And that'll be my thing this week is like, I was going to say it was like my little doggy faces because they're so cute right now. They are get, so cute. <laughs> we're about to be, they're about to get haircuts this week. I can't wait. Um, but Chabat cookies was my thing a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make it that. But you know what? This is like the end of Pride Month. And so I want to say like my favorite thing of the month is all the rainbows everywhere for like the month of June. Yeah, it makes There's- me so happy. It really is. And then like, like they all go away to be like America pride, but like, <laughs> like <laughs> that's true. I didn't really yeah. consider that, but yeah, <laughs> it's like a whole thing, but like the whole, like rainbows everywhere is such a, like a vibe for the month of June. So that's my thing that I, and you know me, I'm always on. in rainbow all the time. I'm wearing rainbow yeah. constantly. There you go. <laughs> I have like random rainbows on t-shirts now that I'm like realizing. Okay. You guys, thanks so much for tuning into this episode of bald and bingeable where we recapped for so long. So, so long. Yes. Make sure that you guys <laughs> like and subscribe everywhere tell your friends about the show make sure you guys follow chubbett cookies keep yourself bakery yes i'm sorry chubbett bakery on instagram and everywhere (laughs) else because if you like cookies you're gonna love these um and you guys can find the rest of the information inside the show notes this week it's a good night from the lower level (laughs) good night from the lower level